0: Welcome to the 33rd episode of the Disney Cruise Line Blog Podcast. Tonight, we're going to talk about the recently announced 2019 summer sailings. On Thursday, March 1st, 2018, Disney Cruise Line announced the fresh batch of itineraries for the summer of 2019. And I wouldn't say there was anything jaw-dropping, but there's a lot of unique things happening kind of go through this ship by ship. We'll get started with the Disney Dream, which... We'll continue the uh, three and four night sailings on Fridays and Mondays through the end of September. There is a period where it breaks up that pattern in June and July where it's doing four and five night uh, sailings that have two stops at Castaway Key. What, nine, 10 of those sailings during that period. And then it goes back to the uh, three and four pattern through August and September. Moving along to the Disney Fantasy, which will continue sailing from Port Canaveral on mostly Saturday, all Saturdays, uh, along with the same seven night Eastern and Western Caribbean itineraries that they've been doing and will be continuing to do. Uh, They will be adding, let's see about, what do I have counted here? Four unique offerings during that summer 2019. And early June or I'm sorry, not early June, kind of towards the end of June, they'll sail an eight night Eastern Caribbean cruise that kind of toys with being a quasi southern Caribbean cruise. So they had St. Kitts and Antigua, and then its other stop in the Caribbean is St. Thomas before you know it returning back and ending a castaway key. And then following that is a six-night, keeping it on that 14-day schedule. Um, The six-night is a Western Caribbean cruise, which will have stops at Cozumel, Costa Maya, and Castaway Key. Then it'll go back to that three and four. I'm sorry, not three and four. Seven-night Eastern and Western alternating weeks for the beginning of July. On July 27th, the Fantasy will... Repeat the same 11-night Southern Caribbean itinerary as 2018. Uh, so those that were possibly looking at that itinerary for this coming up summer, and it'll be available again in 2019 for you.
1: And I guarantee you it won't be any cheaper. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I-, s- I say that because I looked at it, and for the three of us in an inside stateroom, it was $10,000, <laughs> which makes me kind of chuckle because the southern that we did back when the magic was doing them was oh $3,400 so
0: that's what we had to fly to san juan
1: (laughs) jet blue for like 150 bucks a person
0: oh yeah i bet (laughs) anyway uh, how much what's the availability on the 2018
1: 11 night very available
0: are there any concierge staterooms available
1: I didn't look. Probably not. Probably not. Those usually sell out pretty fast.
0: But the rest of the, the other three category, you know, groups are open. Yeah. Okay. All right. Sorry about that. Moving on. After that eleven night, to get back on the Saturday departures, there's going to be a three night, Bahamian cruise, to NASA and Castaway Key, just to kind of reset. That's something that, you know, since they started offering these Southern Caribbean cruises, they've been doing. Uh, just to get back on their Saturday departures there. And so it's a great chance to go book and check out the Fantasy if you haven't sailed it just on a short three-night cruise, like you can with the, uh, if you're used to sailing three or four nights on the Dream, it's a great alternative there to uh, check out the Fantasy if you have yet to sail on her. That kind of takes care of the happenings at Port Canaveral for the summer uh, with the Dream and Fantasy. We're going to shift coast right now and head over to San Diego and talk about the Disney Wonder. So right now as it stands, we have yet to see what's going to happen on May 15th when the uh, Wonder returns to San Diego on its last cruise uh, leading up to the summer, the, sum, the summer itinerary release. On the uh, With this release, there's no repositioning cruise from San Diego to Vancouver. It's... A, it's usually a five-night repositioning cruise from San Diego to Vancouver. There isn't, there is that five-night itinerary gap, but yet nothing's, you know, shown up. Uh, there could be a number of things. It could have been a, just an oversight. It, <laughs> Emily's like The it.
1: Disney Wonder is going to reposition on Uncle Scrooge's gold money bags. I
0: mean, it could miraculously show up next Thursday when the online bookings open, or it could be a previously arranged charter and I don't know, the leading candidate for a pre-arranged charter is a 2019 Disney Vacation Club members cruise, which is, if I, if I was a betting man, that's what I'd put my money on, they seem to move them around to different ships, uh, different itineraries. They've done them out of New York, Port Canaveral. This would be an opportunity, you know, for those on the uh, West Coast to be able to easily hop on a cruise and stay in the same time zone. The wonder gets to uh, Vancouver. It's uh, kind of similar to what it's doing, you know, what it did last summer, what it's going to be doing this summer. and next. And in 2019... There, once again on uh this time on July 17th they'll do a 5-night cruise with a you know stop maybe at Tracy Arm, maybe at Endicott. Endicott. <laughs> and uh a port day in Ketchikan. Uh so really your only port day is in Ketchikan. So uh it's mostly a bunch of sea days. Traveling through scenic Alaska, which is great. A lot of opportunities, you know, see a lot of wildlife and whatnot. And, but if you're looking for Alaskan ports, that may not be the best one to go after. Uh, on July 8th, they're once again doing the nine night itinerary, which uh, I don't know. I have to say, the highlight of that is the Hubbard Glacier, which I thought was amazing.
1: I don't like that could ever get old What about you Isabel What did you think About the Hubbard Glacier Just cool, cool. Awesome She's almost 11 So she's just in. The, it's just cool
0: uh, <laughs> That night night Will be Out of Vancouver Go Sea Day Catch a can Returns to Icy Straight Point Juneau Hubbard Glacier And In 2019 Disney Cruise Lines Is going back to Sitka It's been a few years I think Oh Maybe 2015. I don't know. They went to six, but they have yet to go back. But they're returning, and then another sea day and a stop back in Victoria
1: instead of Skagway, right?
0: Yeah. So they're dropping out Skagway. So the first two nine nights have pretty much been the standard seven night with Skagway and Tracy Arm, Ketchikan, Juneau, and they added Icy Straight Point and Howard Glacier. This in 2019, they're changing up a bit. I think it kind of works out because my thoughts were we went to Hubbard Glacier first and then we went to Tracy Arm. Well, we went to Endicott, but it was like, oh, how cute, a small little glacier. I mean, once you go to Hubbard Glacier, Endicott, Tracy Arm is not really as exciting. And so being able to go now to Sitka and Victoria, something a little different. And offers you know the option back to back if you really want to catch those other ones. The bulk, the bulk of the summer, the wonder will be doing the traditional seven night itinerary. And, and Coug- those are
1: great cruises too. I mean, I that you know that's basically the cruise we went on minus Hubbard Glacier and Icy Strait Point, mm-hmm. but those are great. I mean,
0: there are there are going to there are three variants of that seven night. Uh, one in on July 1st, August 26th, and September 9th uh they'll be go, it'll be vancouver a day at sea icy straight point skagway they're going to split a day between juno and tracy arm and then the last port day will be ketchikan followed by a day at sea going back to vancouver uh there and that's something they're offering this year as well so in terms of new itineraries the wonder really only has one new itinerary it's you know new version of that nine night alaskan cruise the wonder has a Pretty solid summer. I really like that nine night itinerary, the way it's set up based on the one we went on last summer. You know, if you're repeating a nine night, you get to go to some new places you haven't been to. Well, I like Skagway. That was fun to walk. I did
1: like Skagway, but planned on going back at some point and taking the train up and biking down or something like that. But, uh, you know, interesting always to go somewhere new.
0: Honestly, I'd I'd rather give up Icy Strait Point and go back to Skagway.
1: the Castaway key of Alaska
0: Yes Who knows maybe we can zip line next time
1: <laughs> <laughs> we'll,
0: we'll do something next time instead of just walk around.
1: Well, that's the cool thing about Alaska. I mean you could do the same thing with the Caribbean though too. I mean, you know you, you don't have to just get off the ship and do the exact same thing every time. I mean that's kind of the point. so you know you can visit these places Europe, Caribbean. Bahamas is about the only thing that, you know go to the beach, do this, do that, but these other ones the variability is, is there, so
0: now. All right. We've talked about the dream, the fantasy, and the wonder. Those were pretty easy to wrap your head around and what they're doing. I'm still trying to wrap my head around what the magic's doing. And to give you a little idea, there were overall there were sixteen new itineraries announced. Twelve of those were for the Disney Magic. I think there are only a couple repeated sailings for the Disney Magic in the summer. That also includes seven new ports of call, the will visit in 2019. I think that's pretty cool. You know, it doesn't give you... I mean, if you're looking for a seven-night med cruise, you know, and you're limited to weeks, and it's not going to be every week. So that is a disadvantage there. But I think it's really great. There's such a diverse slate for the Magic.
1: No, I totally agree with you, because I... You know, we've not been to the med yet, um, and hopefully we'll be able to do that soon. Um, I would like them to do another one with Greece because I think that that would be neat. But, you know, they've updated the Norwegian fjords and Iceland cruise, and I mean, I would love to jump on that again. So it is very. Disney is doing a good job with. Kind of moving things around you know this one's earlier in the summer this one's later in the summer for those school schedules here in florida isabel gets out at the very end of may but goes back in early august whereas other people get out at the end of june and then go back in late august so remember
0: for this year they flipped it around so right. people that couldn't go to northern europe you know those european cruises you know because their times off were only Mediterranean cruises. They flipped it around, right. you know, for 2018.
1: Right. So No, they've got a lot of excellent offerings. And, you know, like we just talked about in Alaska, I would not hesitate visiting some of the same places again. I mean, we only, we were in Oslo for eight hours and we only scratched the surface. So yeah. I, great, great, uh, great choices here.
0: I guess say, they've, you know, I've seen people mention the, the dates of when these cruises are available. I mean, yeah, it doesn't work for everybody, but I got to give Disney Cruise Line credit here. They really, you know, tried to toss things up. Once we get into this, you'll see what we're talking about that. It's not the same old, you know, you know, week after week, same itinerary kind of thing going on. And uh, it's refreshing. It also, gives you a kind of idea, a peek into the future, if you will, what's possible once you add another ship or three to the fleet. Right. You know, once you, what you can do with say the Magic and Wonder. Going to all these cool places with you know unique itineraries you know or bouncing here and there, you know, spend you know a couple of weeks sailing out of one port, then go to another port, you know repositioning a couple of weeks out of another and that's kind of what the magic is doing in the summer of two thousand and nineteen uh, The magic will depart Miami on May twelfth on a thirteen night eastbound transatlantic cruise to Barcelona it'll stop in the Azores. Lisbon, Cadiz, Malaga, Ibiza, Cartagena, Spain, which is, you know, right there is a brand new port uh, for Disney. Excuse me. And then once in Barcelona, they'll do some uh, seven-night Mediterranean cruises, just a couple. Uh, You know, they're going to continue doing the med for a a little bit longer. And uh, on June 6th, they're going to do a one-way a sailing from Barcelona to Rome. I'm not even going to say the name of the actual port because I mess it up each and every time. Mm-hmm. We're just going to call it Rome, and because I might—it sounds more like a curse word when I try to say the port—and so once in Rome, they'll do a eight-night Mediterranean cruise, which uh, I need to scroll here. I want to say the eight-night, yes. The eight-night actually ports for a day in Barcelona. <laughs> so if you're kind of missing out, like, oh, no, I'm not going to see Barcelona because I've heard a lot of great things of people that have stayed before and after in Barcelona and checked it out, you st- can't, still can visit Barcelona on that eight-night cruise uh, from Rome. In addition to that, there will also be a uh, seven-night Mediterranean cruise from Rome to Barcelona, which also adds a new port. Toulon, France. If I'm butchering the name, oh, I'm sorry. So now that the w- magic is back in Barcelona, what's going to happen? Well, it's going to sail a 10-night Mediterranean cruise and a five-night Mediterranean cruise. And the 10-night will be uh, adding Corsica as a new port of call. And it'll also stop in Naples, Rome, Livorno, Milan, Villa France, Marseille, with a, uh, two sea days thrown in there. So in mid-July... The Magic leaves Barcelona to end the Mediterranean season and heads to Dover on a uh, repositioning cruise. It's just a seven-night cruise, and it'll add Brest, France, on the way. Once in Dover, the Magic will head off on an eleven-night Northern or Norwegian fjords and Iceland cruise, which is a little bit different from what they've done before. They're um, adding Gothenburg. And the tail end of that is it repositions from Dover to Copenhagen. It'll once again overnight in Reykjavik, Iceland, and stop in Akuriri, Iceland. Once it goes to Copenhagen, in Copenhagen the Magic will sail uh, a seven- and ten-night northern European cruise. The seven-night on August 1st will add Nyasim, Sweden, which is a port in the vicinity of Stockholm. Uh, It'll also go to to Tallinn, St. Petersburg, and Helsinki. And then when it gets back to Copenhagen, it'll head back out on a 10-night cruise. uh, Same port with the addition of Frederica, Denmark, as it heads back to Dover. Uh, What's notable about Frederica is it's in the vicinity of the original Legoland. It's cool. Which is kind of cool. That brings the uh, magic back into Dover once again, uh, kind of mid-August where it'll then kind of do another northern European cruise with the Amsterdam, Copenhagen, Gothenburg, and Stavanger. From there, it will do a seven-night Norwegian Fjords cruise to Olsen, Geringer, Olden, Stavanger, then bounce back to another northern European cruise, a different one at this time, uh, with stops in Copenhagen. It'll be, feature the return to Oslo for the magic, uh, Christian sand and Berrigan. So we move on into September later into September, the, uh, final cruise out of Dover. That's bookable will be a seven night British Isles cruise with a stop in Dublin, another Newport, Belfast, Greenock and Liverpool. Now they're not, they do not have a 12 night, uh, British Isles cruise, uh, offered. It's just a seven night in 2019. The, uh, Notable addition there is at Belfast, which is... The Titanic was built, and there's a pretty big Titanic uh, museum kind of experience that's going on. Been watching a ton of video on it. Looks really cool. Definitely a place I want to go to either on a... Even if not a cruise, I want to go... Like to visit that one day. Titanic stuff's always been fascinating. So, yeah. I kind of... I mean, all in all, the Magic has a diverse you know, set of itineraries for the summer. There's just that one seven night Mediterranean cruise that's repeated and it's only repeated, you know, there are only two dates for that, you know, kind of more or less standard seven night Mediterranean cruise from Barcelona. Other than that, they're all kind of one-off itineraries the rest of the summer. Uh, Not to say they're brand new this year, but you know, overall the magic, there were 16, there were 16 new itineraries offered in the summer, twelve of those being on the Magic, you know, and out of those twelve, that accounts for seven new ports of call that'll be visited in 2019. So, whether or not those dates, you know, line up with your, uh, you know, vac- summer vacation time or not, you got to give them credit for, you know, to give Disney credit for really kind of tossing things in the air and changing up instead of having a lot of repeated stuff. Yeah, definitely. Uh, Kind of unique and gives you a little bit of insight of what may be possible once the uh, other three ships launch. You know, what, you know, ships, what the opportunities that could be possible for ships like the Magic and Wonder when they're kind of freed up to go explore the world, if you will, or do some more unique sailings that, you know, may not be able to get in with one of the larger ships or cool stuff like that. Bounce around from port to port.
1: Yeah, agree. Let's so out of all these good variety,
0: out of all these sailings, Emily, is there any one that sticks out to you?
1: Any one?
0: Or what do you think? What are your thoughts on this batch of releases?
1: I mean, I agree with you. The magic has definitely got some awesome stuff. I'd like to see something someday that hits. Norway, Sweden, and Finland, you know, I just think it'd be cool to go to all of those at one time and I mean I also think Alaska is pretty neat uh you know can never
0: go wrong with Alaska right, yeah, yeah I think, uh personally, I prefer the southern Caribbeans on the uh classic ships, so that uh 11-night on the Fantasy isn't, you know, that appealing to me. But those ports are great. If you have an opportunity to go, you know, those ports are fun. I just prefer to do it on a classic ship. The uh, 8-night Eastern Caribbean that goes to St. Kitts and, uh, what was the other one? Antigua and St. Thomas. That's a pretty solid 8-night summer cruise on the Fantasy.
1: Right, if you're just not able to take the, mm-hmm. you know, longer time off work to do,
0: yeah. and goodnights. for those, I think if you're looking for a short, you know, a three-night cruise, and if you you have not been on the Fantasy, that three-night cruise out of Port Canaveral is probably a great opportunity to, you know, see the Fantasy on a shorter sailing. I also have one this summer; might still be available. I haven't looked lately. It kind of wraps it up. It's so. Uh, pretty interesting release not some of what you know we expected and a lot of fun surprises thank you for joining us if you've enjoyed the episode please feel free to share it with your friends and followers we'd also be very grateful if you could rate and review our podcast on itunes if you have any issues please drop us an email you can connect with the show via the comments section on the website email us at contact at disneycruiselineblog.com Follow us on Twitter at the DCL blog or on our Facebook page at facebook.com forward slash Disney Cruise Line blog. Additionally, you can leave a voicemail, which we will try to incorporate into future podcasts with your questions, comments or feedback on the show by calling 321-765-3252.